Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lilith. And I am Eli. And, I don't know, very exciting day today. It's a very exciting day today. Well, exciting for us because we're recording early. Because of reasons. And also reasons. exciting also exciting because we're going to be talking about Comet Lucifer today. Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. Okay, I... S- the way I said that, it does make it kind of sound like this is some infamously terrible anime or something. I mean, does it have that reputation? It does kind of have that reputation. It is it is somewhat infamous. And I, I personally think that infamy is highly overblown. Yeah, wasn't it, th- wasn't it not that bad? I, I thought it wasn't that bad. But we'll cover that in just a minute. So let's jump into this. So long-time listeners to Anime Struggle Enough might have might remember that I mentioned Comet Lucifer like forever ago. I think in our first miscellaneous episode actually. Quite possible. When I was when I was talking about all the uh bad anime I was looking for. That was roughly as of recording 10 calendar months ago. Oh jeez. Time flies. <laughs> in any case, Comet Lucifer uh, originally aired in fall 2015. It is it's a 12 episode anime. It was by 8 Bit Studio. Uh, they're known for something called Absolute Duo, which I think is a harem anime. Uh, Infinite Stratos, which I know is a harem anime, and um, Slime Jesus, or that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Henceforth known as Slime Jesus. Of course, of course. Uh, directed by Atsushi Nak- Nakayama, who was the director on Absolute Duo and Slime Jesus, and Yas- Yasuhito Kikuchi, who was director for Infinite Stratos, Saint Seiya, and Slime Jesus. So, two directors. Pretty cool. And written by Yuichi Nomura, known for Eureka 7, uh, Rin no Lagrange, and Zammed Lost Memories. And it currently, as of as of this recording, has a 5.85 on my anime list. Which is just truly on a on a ten point scale made made by people who don't understand the point of a ten point scale. I I I've already pitched about that long ago as well. Yes. A 5.85 is awful. Yeah. For context, Ara Ferretta, one of the worst legitimate attempts at an anime I've ever seen, is has a hot 6.57. That is impressive. I thought it would be much lower. Like, Kite Liberator, which does everything but piss in your eyes... Has a six point three two. How does that have a higher <laughs> score than this? I've never watched Comet Lucifer, but there is very little it could do to deserve less of a, a lower score than Kite Liberator. <laughs> Understatement. Actually, some th- some stuff that has similar uh, my anime list ratings. So just two things, or three things. So, wave, let's go surfing. 
which is three movies that was broken up into 12 uh, anime episodes. And it's just like, it's one of those like hot guys anime where it's like hot guys go surfing and that's it. Baywatch? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm talking about Baywatch. I didn't know Baywatch was from Japan. Well, the more you know. Uh, We've also got President, It's Time to Battle, which is a pretty recent anime, actually. That was some shitty gacha game adaptation. I I don't know a lot about it, but I heard it's bad. And it has the same score. And the one thing that really pissed me off was Kimono Friends 2. The second season of Kimono Friends which is legendarily infamous for its drastic, drastic drop in quality, which also precipitated a drastic drop in score. And it has the same or slightly better score than Comet Lucifer. What? Freaking Holy Knight has a solid six perfect even. Are you serious? Holy Knight okay. has a higher score than Comet Lucifer. To be fair, Holy Knight deserves that six. <laughs> it deserves every bit of that six. I am mostly memeing on that because Holy Knight is is bad. Holy Knight is a bad anime. It's funny as hell because it's on the level of so bad it's good, but we're not here to talk about Holy Knight right now we we are not here to talk about holy night okay so i'm gonna just very quickly run through the plot of the series I suppose start out with characters so we got a guy named sogo who's our main character he likes rocks um he lives at a he lives at a cafe with a with a with the adoptive dad did I say that right? Stepfather. Father-in-law? I don't know. Semantics. Uh, there's a girl named Callan. A guy named Roman. Otto. There's a girl named Felia, who is also a crystal. And there's a rock that can talk and transform into a mech that has a really long name that shortens to Mora. And, uh, She's voiced by uh, Minori Nase. So. Yeah. <laughs> we we like Minori Nase on Anime Stroganoff. That's that's never been a that's never been a secret. True. But the question is, do we like Minori Minase more than we like Aoi Yuki? It's a very hard question. That is a very hard question. I would say no. Other people might say yes. I don't know. Anyways, I, even me, I'd say yes. You know what? This is not <laughs> this is not the time nor place for a debate of Aoi Yuki versus Manasi Inori. Very true. Very true. Ah, uh, see, there's the guy that raised Sogo named Domon. There's a bad guy named Gus Stewart. Another bad guy named Alfred, and another bad guy named Patrick whose name is shortened to Pack or Puck. I'm not really sure. It's weird. 
I felt like making a ReZero joke, but I don't actually know enough about ReZero to make that joke. <laughs> Smart. So I will say before I cover the plots, there, a very common opinion about this series is that it feels like it wants to be your Eureka 7. And I would definitely agree with that. It's got a very similar setup, very similar resolution. There's a lot of similarities between the two, minus the flying airship. There's no flying airship in this series, though, unfortunately. Is there surfing? No. Okay, so already already has one point above Comet Lucifer, above Erica 7. You take that back. Anyways. So, very, very quick overview. So, episodes one to four is mostly slice of life, uh... In episode one, they find Felia in an underground cavern, and they, uh, like, basically just hang out around their hometown and joke around and play with Felia and stuff, and there's some, uh, there's a few scenes of action and whatnot, like a citywide chase between the Alfred guy and the, our main team, who's... Main team is comprised of Sogo, Felia, Mora, Kaon, technically Roman and Otto, but they don't really do anything, so they don't really matter. Anyway, so this this goes on. There is there is one infamous scene in I believe episode four, where Felia basically Felia has telekinetic powers, so okay. she is told to go like, she also has like. The mentality of uh, I want to say like a six-year-old. Oh, that's always that's always good. May- maybe a little bit older, uh, but she's she- she's a kid uh, at this point, and so she decides to use her telekinesis to pick all the veg. Or she- yeah, she's told to go pick all the vegetables for a barbecue they're gonna have, and then so she picks all the vegetables using her telekinesis, and then she makes all the vegetables dance through the air. It never comes up again. And uh, I still, I still can't tell if that's a, if that was a reference. What? Or not to what was? It's the one with Mickey Mouse as a sorcerer. I don't. I I, I uh, want to say Fantasia, it is, but I, it's it is in Fantasia. Okay. I can't. I can't decide if it's a reference to that or not. It's not. Which I feel like I feel like we're throwing right now. I have not watched Comet Lucifer probably won't watch Comet Lucifer. <laughs> I don't think it's a reference to that segment of Fantasia, but well, mostly because the vegetables stop dancing when she uh, loses focus. So in any case, it's a very, it's a very strange scene, but it never comes up again. Um, but, but this, but it will come up again in later discussion. And so all this going on, slice of life stuff, and then episode. F- Meanwhile, all, while all this is going on, uh, the bad guys, Gus Stewart, is getting to a, getting his team together to go chase after the good guys, which is Gus, Alfred, and Patrick. They're not bad as villains go, or antagonists, I suppose. And so, episode five is a very action-focused episode. Because at the end of episode four, Felia gets kidnapped by the bad guys. And so 
Sogo has to go off and rescue her. And it's it's uh, it's pretty enjoyable, I would say. Pretty good time. And at the end of the episode, Felia uses up a whole bunch of her power. And so apparently using her power causes her to age. Um, and so like she has a finite amount of power, and then if she uses it too much, she'll die. Sounds unpleasant. So, yeah, sounds unpleasant. So anyways, uh, so in episode six, the party decides to head off on an adventure to go find the Altar of Abyss to uh, allow Ophelia to recharge her powers so that she won't die. And uh, yeah, so episode six to ten is when they're on the uh, on the adventure on a, like a cross-country road trip. And every episode, it's like, they get to a place, they do some stuff, and then they have to, then they have a fight with some uh, mechs from the military. That that is one thing I forgot to mention. Similarity to Eureka Seven is uh, there's like an implied world government thing going on, and the military is a pretty big focus because there was some war or something within the last couple decades, and so there's a mili- there's military stuff going on. And the military's chasing after the party. And it, meanwhile, in the background of episodes 6 to 10, well, 6 to 9, uh, Dolmon, the guy who runs the cafe that Sogo lives at, is going on being a the protagonist of a spy thriller in the background. It's like he's sneaking into military bases and stealing stuff, confronting double agents. Good times. Good times. He ends up... Uh, he ends up dying in episode nine, and it's it's actually quite sad. Should we get some F's in chat going? Put an F in chat. So, so at episode ten is when they finally get to the altar of abyss and get down into there. And also, there's a small subplot about how Felia is now falling in love with Sogo. It's a it's, it's a minor thing, in my opinion it's not like super important anyway so once they get down into the altar of abyss stuff is happening and then I think Felia is recharging her powers and then a uh, a dark version of Mora appears and kidnaps Felia also in this episode basically we have the whole heroic besod moment where Felia has gotten kidnapped and then Soko finds out that Domon died, and it's just a one-two punch of ouch. And then he gets over it really quickly so that they can go rescue Felia. Because they, ca- they kind of need to go rescue her. Anyway, so episodes 11 and 12, um, the party goes back to the capital city or wherever to go rescue Felia from the uh, the guy we've... Assumed as the big bad, not Gus Stewart. This it's actually another guy named Zone Boyle. Um, and then he's he wants to like turn her back into a crystal to use her to do something. Anyways, uh, it turns out that Dark Mora turned out to have been Zone Boyle's assistant the whole time, which makes sense in context. Anyway, so uh, Dark Mora kills Zoe and Boyle, becomes the true big bad. 
Uh, turns out that the moon of the planet, uh, the planet they're on is called Gift, by the way. The moon of the planet okay. is actually Earth, long dead due to humanity's greed. Anyway, so Dark Moro wants to steal Felia's power and restore life to Earth at the cost of life on Gift. Ultimately, in the end, Dark Mora is defeated, but Felia has to transcend her physical form to become the angel of both Gift and Earth. Oh yeah, she's the angel of Gift. I forgot to mention that. There was a whole thing about how the seeds of life float through the universe, and when they find a fertile planet, they settle down and make an angel and a guardian, and then life will start growing on the planet. And apparently, I guess it in, in ends up being humans more often than not. And so, so yeah, when Dark Moor is defeated, Philly transcends physical form. And there's the epilogue, which is a quick slideshow showing that Cowan and Roman got married, Otto became an astronaut, Gus Stewart, the antagonist guy, reopened the cafe, don't care about Alfred, don't care about Patrick. Uh, and Sogo ended up becoming a geology professor. I mean, I do like endings that are made in uh, Microsoft PowerPoint. <laughs> there, There is an ending scene that parallels the opening scene, which I kind of like where Sogo goes down into a canyon and looks up to see the uh, shining red star in the sky that is Felia. And he's, you know, sad that he can't be with her, but... Happy that she's, you know, protecting everybody and all that stuff. Huh. I skipped over a lot of details there. But. Um, so real quick. One thing I need to cover is the title. Because a lot of people ha apparently have an issue with the title. So let me ask you this first, Eli. How often have okay. you run into an anime that has like a complete nonsense title? Like, has almost nothing to do with the actual content of the series. Um, a lot. To be fair, I don't speak Japanese. Fair enough. So, from my understanding, a lot of people have issue with this series' uh, name. Mostly because they think it has something to do with Christian theology. Like they think the series I mean, is anime. Gonna be... <laughs> I'm sorry, but have we not established that anime has a very strange relationship with just taking random terms from Abrahamic religion? All all kinds of religions, but yes. In any case, so yeah, some people apparently thought that it was gonna be about like, oh, the the fallen angel Lucifer. What Lucifer actually refers to in the series is uh a red crystal that is formed from the spirit of the angels that are like born on a planet. Don't. It's a minor subplot thing. In any case. Any case. Yeah. So this series having a stupid out of context name that has nothing to do with Christian theology is not a good excuse to hate it. Oh, I completely forgot to mention that when they were storming the castle, the double agent lady showed back up, and she's also the bread vendor for their town. 
And so she, uh, came yes. up, so she showed up with a bunch of bread-based weapons. But, you say bread-based weapons. Okay. She ripped a baguette apart and it was a shotgun inside. Okay, so yeah, she, she, she hid a shotgun in a baguette and she also hid a grenade inside a melon pan. It was it was really funny. It was it was very it was very amusing. Okay, so I went back and I look and I checked uh, my anime list just to look at titles, and titles are usually either completely unrelated, or just really on the nose. Like for instance, Natsume's Book of Friends, which is a title of a show about a guy named Natsume, and he has a magic book called the Book of Friends. <laughs> Very on the nose. I mean, we could talk about uh, light novel titles all day. All day, every day. Literally, because they keep getting longer. <laughs> One Punch Man is about as, about as self-obvious as it can be. Uh... So anyways, back to... so. Yeah, let's not, let's not get into a discussion on titles yeah so it, let's talk about why people think Hamlet lucifer is bad because i have racked my brain over why so immediately after i finished watching the series the biggest thing like the first time the biggest thing that sh- stood out to me was people complaining about sogo and kawon not getting married because the, was, there was a ship tease early on and uh it's implied she likes him, but he's kind of, like, ambivalent. In any case, they weren't happy that um, their preferred ship didn't go through, and so they just like, Oh, this is the worst series ever! Related to that, it's possible that people were just weirded out by the whole aging up of Felia so that she would not be a child, so that she could romance Sogo. Which, yeah, it's kind of weird, but eh. It, it works well enough in the series, so. Another option for why people didn't like this series is they well, they liked it, but they didn't think it went into detail enough. And so they just like, eh, give it a low score for not being as detailed as, I don't know. What's a really detailed anime? Uh... You put me on the spot like that. Well, you don't have to answer it. I'm going to move on. Uh, another option, people who just really wanted it to be a pure just mech fight anime. And that's all they cared about. Which I, I can I can understand that from a certain point of view. But at the same time, discussions of like how characters feel and also philosophy often are pretty common in mech anime. So, to go like, oh, there's too much, there's not enough mech fights in this mecha anime. Kind of doing the entire genre a disservice, in my opinion. For the record, I really, I actually quite like the mech designs in this series. And it's not too, like, focused on, so it's not... It, it's kind of obvious that it's not, like, Sunrise. Oh, I, f- I forgot to mention, this is not a series by Sunrise. Which is makes it odd I mean, in the mecha anime we, space. We established that. Yes, true, but it it wasn't even like overseen by Sunrise, which is interesting. 
Sunrise is kind of the big name in mecha anime. Mostly because they do Gundam. Only because they do Gundam. <laughs> they do other stuff too, but it's mostly Gundam. And something that is big in Sunrise mecha anime is a focus on the mechs themselves. Kind of showcasing them. Because most often, Sunrise mecha anime are turned into model kits, which are then sold to the fans. Non-Sunrise mecha anime don't have the kind of distribution setup that Sunrise does, so they can't just turn all of their anime into glorified commercials for model kits. In any case, uh, Gus, Stewart ha Gus, Gus Stewart's mech has a drill sword, so I don't really know what you want. Does he ever use it to pierce the heavens? Unfortunately, no. That's uh, that's that's about the total extent of my knowledge of drills and mecha combined. So that's there fair. you go, people. Hey, <laughs> I think the biggest takeaway from Comet Lucifer is this really should have been two cores. It should have been a twenty-four episode series, maybe twenty-five. It. Tr Mostly, it tries to mimic the, like, scale of something like Eureka 7, but it it kind of flops because it doesn't have enough time to breathe. I mean, wasn't uh, Erica 7 50 episodes? It is, it is a full American season, I believe. Or is it... It's, it's, a, it, it, it's a long episode. It's a long series. I'm, I'm fairly certain... It's 50, because I distinctly remember complaining about it. <laughs> yeah. Eureka 7 is 50 or so episodes long, which means that it has plenty of time to develop all the characters, give every everybody in the cast a little bit of focus to help like do a little bit of flesh a little bit at a time, drip feed little nuggets of world building and lore, one one episode at a time, whereas this series had to kind of greatly consolidate all of that. And I think that's a shame, personally. I think this really, with more time, because episode 9 showed that they could really do a good, like, pretty, I want to say deep story, but... Just the amount of time they had was not enough. So a lot of characters kind of feel cut off or have very truncated arcs. Or things just kind of happen very quickly, much more quickly than you expect. Uh, and I, I don't know. I think because I, I actually quite like it. It's fine. It's not like the best anime I've ever seen. But it's not the worst thing in the world. Which actually, that might be part of why it has such a low rating. Is just so many people who all said, oh, this is the worst thing ever, told all their friends, yeah, just rate it as the worst thing ever because it's the worst thing ever. Or people coming in going, oh, I've heard this was the worst thing ever. And then they just rate it. With a, with a one or whatever and call it, oh, the worst thing ever. I mean, we uh, we know that my anime list is 
been known to have its rating wars. This is true. I think there was a controversy where an anime was about to eclipse Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, it was the last season of Attack on Titan. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it was. It was. Or was it? I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it got point one, I believe, away. It was nine point two zero to nine point two one. And you had people review bombing on both sides. Meanwhile, it's like that meme of the two people fighting and the dude like lighting a bong in the background. <laughs> that was me during all this. Same, same. Uh, and I mean, at the time when Comet Lucifer came out, maybe it made sense to do the bandwagon and to just shit all over it. But with the benefit of hindsight, it really doesn't deserve much, if any, of the hate it gained. <sighs> I'm actually reminded of another series called The Price of Smiles, which is another mecha anime by, oh, yeah, that. by Not Sunrise, <laughs> which also reviewed very poorly. Did you ever finish that? The Price of Smiles? Yeah. I watched that when it came out. I, I know you did. I was there. Good times. In any case, that series had its own reasons for people hating it, mostly because they went in expecting it to be like, uh, I don't know, some shitty shonen, and then it turned out it was more modern Gundam with less focus on the mechs and more focus on like the war itself. I thought it was very. Yeah. I thought it was very interesting. Price of Smiles sitting at a hot 6.06 <sighs> at present. I'll need to rewatch Price of Smiles sometimes just to see if it holds up. Because it's been like two years since I watched it. I mean, yeah, if you watched it when it came out, it came out two years ago. <laughs> Fair enough. I just remember thinking at the time that people were giving it like a very unfair shake. Mostly because a lot of people were th saying that they didn't like it, and they just kept watching it for some reason. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I mean, what if they're committed? Yeah, see, that's the thing, though. <laughs> is that even if you're committed... People other than me do that, right? <laughs> yes. You'll continue watching something you hate just because you said you'll finish it? See, but the thing is, when it was coming out weekly... Why would someone feel like, oh, I am committed, I gotta finish this? Because you've got a week in between episodes, you have time to think, you can go, oh, I am not liking this, so I'm not going to watch any more. If you want to watch more, then you clearly want to know what's going to happen. You clearly care what is going to happen, even if it's just a bitch about it. You still care about the series. I'm not going to go any further into that, because otherwise I'm going to start talking about the Ruby community, and that's another hour, at least. Yeah, that's, uh, I've been on the receiving end of several of these rants. Good times. In any case, so if you think I'm wrong, and that Comet Lucifer is literally the worst thing to ever happen to anime since CGI, you can come tell me on our Discord. Link in the description. Until next time, uh, I have been Eli. And I have been Lilith.
And this has been Anime Stroganoff.